Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is the president of Youngstown State University, Jim Tressel. He's a former football coach who throughout his 38-year coaching career spent 25 years as a head coach. He won four national championships at Youngstown State and a BCS national championship at Ohio State. He also won eight National Coach of the Year awards. He resigned from Ohio State in 2011 and was hired as the president of Youngstown State in 2014. He's a husband, father, and man of faith. I'm pleased to welcome today's guest on Unpacking It, Jim Tressel. Jim, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Well, I'm doing well. I'm just blessed to be here and and to talk about the things that are most important uh, in my life and hopefully the listeners' lives and and uh, just have a little bit of fun. Oh, absolutely. Well, that that sounds good. So so first up, how has the summer been for you, and, and how much different is it for you compared to the school year? Well, you know, it's interesting. As you mentioned, uh, I coached for 38 years, and, and normally the summer we had a little bit of a a little bit of a time off, three or four weeks, where we could not be working seven days a week. <laughs> um, unfortunately, as a president, there's no such thing as a summer. Mm. And uh, there's constant things going on on the campus. Of course, we have summer school. We have just under 13,000 students in the regular year and four or 5,000 in summer school. And oh, wow. lots of planning and lots of things, getting preparation for the next academic year. And uh, fundraising as a president never stops, and mm. and, uh, and and the other thing that's probably the most fun is trying to be available and be helpful for the students, former students, former players, uh, former colleagues. It, it seems like there's never uh, never a shortage of things to do and calls to return and calls to make. And but it's good. God is great and and has blessed us with a tremendous opportunity. Oh, that's awesome. Well, well, you mentioned your your former players and and colleagues and and staying connected with them. What what does that look like on on a day to day basis? And and what are your relationships like? And 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 how do you juggle having coached so many players throughout your long career? Well, you know, you do your very best to. Uh, Keep in touch with them. Obviously, keep them in prayer. React to any needs they might have. You know, there, there's weddings, there's recommendation letters, there's charity fundraisers, there's things to sign. There's, you know, every day. Hmm. Uh, yesterday, I had a former Youngstown State player on campus that lives in St. Augustine, Florida, and and uh, just wanted to bring his daughter up to, you know, to see the campus uh, because it's taken on a lot of changes since he was here and. And since she was last here and, and so, you know, spent a couple hours with them. And so it takes a totally different form every day. And that's the blessing to having had that opportunity to, uh, you know, to be around a, a whole bunch of great guys. Jim Tressel, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's the president of Youngstown State University and, and former head coach at, at Ohio State and Youngstown State. And, and so as the president of a university, how do the, the leadership skills that, that you developed while coaching translate, and, and how has your leadership style maybe changed since becoming the president? You know, it, it's really interesting that 
fundamental things are fundamental things. Uh, developing relationships, uh, being uh, a good listener, which means maybe a good communicator, recognizing that we're here to serve others, we is more important than me, and, and all of those fundamental things that are true if you're a coach or if you're pastoring a church or if you're the mayor of a city or if you're the president of a university, they're all fundamental. I have found it a little bit more difficult simply because of the size. Mm. You know, I used to have a hundred players and a dozen coaches and, you know, getting a small group like that working in, in harmony and, and so forth really wasn't that difficult. Now I have just under 13,000 students and a couple thousand employees and hundred and some thousand alums and so forth and so on. A little bit more difficult. <laughs> uh, you know, I've found on a college campus, that the people who, most especially the faculty who teach, they have worked so long and hard at their discipline. It might, you know, it might take a 10-year journey to become a, a faculty member teaching chemistry at a university. It, it's a long road to get to that level of expertise. Mm. And their vantage point has been so focused that it's a little bit more difficult to understand the view of the whole and so we have to work extremely hard to uh, raise up our whole group and, and understand that the institution is the most important thing and the students that we're uh, responsible for and, and all those types of things and, and what our individual needs are are secondary. Mm. But, you know, that's difficult. And plus, I never had any players or coaches who had tenure, you know, and, and, right. and tenure is, is uh, you know, one of those things where, you know, if, if you're not the right kind of person, you can use it as a, hey, I don't. I don't have to do that thing. Wow. Now, fortunately, most of our faculty are great, great folks and so forth. But uh, tenure sometimes can be a challenge. As a coach, I was never involved in collective bargaining, and we happen to have four bargaining units on campus. So, oh, wow. so it's been a new experience. Uh, it, it's all good, and and uh, you know, just like tenure was created for the right reasons, for the you know the freedom of speech and and expression and so that students hear all sides of a discussion and collective bargaining uh, you know, was put in such that we do treat the employees properly. Uh, you know, All of the things, I think, became realities for the right reasons. It just makes it a little bit more complex as you try to build a team. Oh, man, that's interesting. Jim Tressel, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former head coach at Ohio State, and and so when you resigned from Ohio State, did you expect to coach again? And then at what point since then did you make the decision that you wouldn't return to football coaching and, and you really embraced this role as a president? You know, I, I really didn't know for sure what I wanted to do. My inkling was that I probably wouldn't return to coaching because I had had such a blessed career to, you know, to be 10 years the head coach at Ohio State and 15 years to be the head coach at Youngstown State and to coach in nine national championship games. And, you know, there had been so much good fortune and blessing. And so I was probably leaning more toward what else can I do to serve others? And, and I made a little decision that I was going to read 100 books oh. before I decided what I wanted to do because I'd always felt like I never had enough time to read as much as I would like. Yeah. And so I got started on that, and I, I, I wanted to read books that had nothing to do with athletics, mm. you know, things outside of my sphere of experience. And 
So I got to about my 32nd book. I got a call from Jim Caldwell at the Indianapolis Colts. And Jim is one of the finest human beings, you know, a man of God, just an unbelievable guy. And and it became real that they weren't going to have Peyton Manning that year and that they were going to struggle. You know, he asked me, he said, hey, is there any way you could give a hand and see see if we can do the best we can do? You know, we're not going to be a great team. And I was thinking, oh, gosh, you know, I, I... I made this uh, thought in my mind that I wanted to read 100 books and so forth and so on, and we talked, and, and he said, well, how about this? How about if you just work from home three days a week and then come over uh, to to Indianapolis for three or four days a week, and maybe you could do both. You know, you can study film and give us ideas and help us self-scout and et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, well, okay, you know, this is such a good human being, and he's in a tough spot, and, and you know what? Maybe it'll give me an idea of what I enjoy pro football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it was a great experience. Just being around Jim Caldwell was a blessing. Uh, just uh, extraordinary. And, and it was so much fun because on Saturday nights before the Sunday games, I got to enjoy all the wonderful chapels that uh, were offered, uh, you know, as an option for yeah. the players. And, you know, so it really, like everything that's every hand that's dealt us, uh, sometimes we don't understand why. Uh, but usually it, it's a really good hand, and if we'll just play it, uh, we'll find out, you know, what God's plan was. And, and uh, so, you know, that was a blessing. But I did know by the end of that year that, you know what, I thought I wanted to do something different than coaching. Hmm. And I'd kind of been approached by a number of higher ed institutions about small college presidencies and mid-sized school vice presidencies and so forth. And so I opted to go that route. Wow, no, that that's fascinating. So, what was there something about coaching that that you were just kind of drifting away from, or or were you drifting toward you know this this higher ed type of role? What was that kind of process like? You know, I I went to college to be an educator, okay. and then I certainly became uh, an educator. I, I think a coach is as much an educator as anything in the world. Um, I always had in the back of my mind that that I wanted to be in education, but you know I got so busy and and uh, was enjoying trying to make a difference where I was. And but I always had in the back of my mind that you know that would be something that would interest me. And and so you know sometimes you never know until you're nudged in a direction. One thing led to another, and and uh, you know I'm really really pleased that it did. Oh, that's awesome. Jim Tressel, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's the president of Youngstown State University and, and former head coach at Ohio State. And and so now that, that you are no longer coaching, what's it like watching football as a former coach? Well, you know, it's interesting. My Saturdays are, are tied up here at Youngstown State University on our campus. Uh, when we have a home game, we have a president's loge where we entertain a lot of our wonderful philanthropists and people that support the institution. So I have about a hundred people in my suite and oh. honestly, I don't even get to watch the game. <laughs> you know, it's because, you know, you're busy making sure that everyone's got, uh, you know, what they need and, and just kind of being hospitable. When I do get a chance to, you know, after our games or whatever, plop down and watch, you know, games on TV, I like to watch guys that I've coached with and, and, you know, places I've been on Sundays. Occasionally I like to, Still, see if I can catch any of my former players, you know, on the tube, and I don't, I don't get a, as much chance uh, to sit and watch uh, as I used to in front of my video uh, 
uh, machine there in my office. <laughs> hours after hours. Jim Tressel, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and so really neat to hear just about your, your story and, and what you've been up to recently. Uh, we love talking faith here on Unpacking It. And, and so I'm curious, in, in what ways has your faith grown since leaving coaching and, and since leaving Ohio State? You know, I, I think the key to the transition was my faith. You know, sometimes you wander and, and you're not as focused with, with the fundamentals of anything. And I work really hard, you know, to make sure that nearly every morning, you know, I have my quiet time and time in prayer and scripture and, and so forth. But, you know, sometimes you, you let things go and so forth. But when adversity strikes, boy, you make sure that, that you're back in your focused uh, walk times 10. And I really think that that, uh, God holding my hand and and saying, hey, I know you've been doing something for a long time. Let me lead you over here uh, was really the key to the transition. How has it developed since then? You know, what I've found in in any transition where for all those years, I kind of had the same calendar Mm. and I knew when I was going to do what. Being a president, it is so uncertain because there's something can pop up anywhere, anytime. Uh, it's, it's very difficult uh, to, to find as much normalcy in a day or a week or a month as it was a coaching. I think I found it to be a little more difficult and I'm trying to adjust. You know, I, I used to always know when I could find that time for my staff Bible study or, or you know, whatever. Um, so th- th- I'm still a work in progress of, of of that transition. Mm. And uh, that's a reality in a lot of our lives when all of a sudden you've been doing something for a long time and you've got things right in place and you know when you're going to do what and all of a sudden then it's disrupted. I think you have to get back in order and, and uh, you know, I feel as if we're working hard to do that. Oh, that's neat. And, and, and along those lines as well, in, in what ways did maybe, maybe being in the valley throughout your life, tough times, uh, did you recognize God's character and, and, and learn about how he strengthens us through difficulties and, and maybe encourage someone today who, who is in that valley and is going through a, a tough time? What have, what have you learned and, and just kind of experienced that, that you could share with us today? Well, you know, both personally and really professionally, I, I grew to understand that my greatest improvement came from adversity. Mm. Adversity was by far the best teacher, both personally and to teams. You know, I'd have teams that thought they were unbeatable and then they got beat and everyone was saying and writing bad things and so forth and so on. And and that propelled them to extraordinary things down the road. So adversity is a great teacher. Success is a very poor teacher. Mm. If one does not have the benefit of having adversity, I'm not sure they're going to grow quite to the to the level that they um, are capable of doing. So I, I can think back to a lot of different teams that if it were not for the suffering they'd had, they would have never accomplished the extraordinary heights. Other teams that hadn't quite suffered enough mm. to understand what it takes and kind of fell short in extraordinary things. So... I hate to say it, but I'm an adversity fan. Hmm. Well, well, no, and, and people hear that and go, wait, 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 wait that's that's hard to 
to grasp, but people try to avoid adversity. And none of us, you know, we don't want adversity. So how, how do we kind of have that mentality of saying, okay, we can be a fan of adversity, knowing the value of it without necessarily right. <laughs> bringing it on ourselves type of thing. Right. I, no, I, I'm not here to say I seek adversity. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I would never be one who would say, oh, God, why me? Or how come you allowed this to happen or whatever? I, I would think, you know, in, in large part, the opposite of being appreciative mm. for the tribulations. And, and uh, I think there's a, a scripture in James that talks a little bit about that, oh, rejoicing yeah. for your tribulations and you know, and and it that's so true. Again, you don't design them, but uh, they are an important part of of one's growth. That's right. Developing our character, no question about it. Yep. Jim Tressel, our guest right now on unpacking it, and and what about the the word grace? What what does the word grace mean to you, and and how have you experienced God's grace in in your life? Well, you know, that's one of the most difficult things. I know when I'm in prayer, I, I think about how blessed and how his grace for me has just been way more than I deserve. Mm. It, it's almost um, it's almost makes you have a guilty conscience, like, hey, I don't deserve this grace. Mm. And a reminder, And uh, but as you think through it, it, it just reminds you that, you know, God's grace is available to everyone, mm. you know, National championships aren't available to everyone. That's right. Uh, you know, things on earth, you know, certain things aren't available to everyone. Uh, but the beauty of it is is that everyone can be a winner or successful or whatever because of God's grace. Amen. Amen. What, what a great truth to, to be reminded of today. And, and, and kind of final thought along, along those lines, uh, what has maybe God been teaching you recently? What, what's something maybe that, that you've been, been studying or learning or, or just something that, that you'd be willing to, to share just kind of in your, your recent time with the Lord? You know, I, I think uh, because I've entered a larger world and a more diverse world, uh, I think he's really been trying to teach me awareness and compassion for differences to do a better job of, of being that someone who someone can look to and, and say, you know, this person is happy, they're helpful, they're enjoyable to be around and so forth. I wonder what it is that makes them that way. Mm. And then you might have that opportunity to tell them, you know, what really is the, you know, the driving force uh, behind you. And we just had a really neat thing on campus uh, this past spring I have a student group called the Presidential Mentors, and, and we had a group, and we talked about, you know, we need to have more difficult conversations on campus, but we need them to be in the right spirit. Hmm. And we need them not to be divisive in nature, but instructional in nature, so that we can understand one another. And, and God has really had on my heart for quite some time for us to understand one another better and appreciate one another better and respect one another. Jim Tressel with us right now on Unpacking It, and, and uh, I know you're, you're very busy, so we'll, we'll let you go. My, my final question that I've been asking guests recently, I'm, I'm a few weeks away from, uh, well, it could be any day now, be, becoming a, a father for the first time, and so I, I know that you have four kids, and so we'll just ask you, what, what word of wisdom do you have for a new dad? You know, it, it will change your life while you feel blessed now with all the opportunities you've had and the things that you've experienced, this will be unlike any other. 
and all of the phases going forward uh, will be unlike anything that you've experienced personally or professionally or anything else. Each and every day, know that your primary responsibility now is to help your uh, child every which way you can, obviously spiritually, educationally. You know, one thing I that's really on my heart as an educator is we have so many kids who educationally are really hindered by a poor start. That really affects so much. It affects their social, their, you know, future hope. It affects how they look at a faith. I mean, it just affects so much. And so know that you have just, um, you know, you've just taken on the most important responsibility you've ever had. Wow, that's a lot of pressure, but no, I'm excited about it, and uh, I appreciate that that word for sure. Well, well, Jim, it was an honor to talk with you today, and and really appreciate you you being a part of unpacking it, and uh, wish you the the best as you lead Youngstown State moving forward. And uh, thanks thanks again for coming on today. Well, thanks so much, and God bless you and and your new little one. Oh, I appreciate it. There's Jim Tressel joining us here on Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.